the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, it's just so absolutely wonderful just to be here, you know, talking about love, compassion, and friendship. That is what I want to talk about today, is why that's so important. Why uh, that there is a separation between these things, but it's a it's a common uh, comparison that brings all of these things together because we must have all of these things in our heart and our mind in order to be the best that we can be. So uh, this is a topic that. Uh, I have not talked about on the air yet until today. And my great producer, Noah Dingley, that's what we're going to talk about today. Don't Sorry for the door. delayed response. <laughs> actually, uh, you, know, you always call me the hardest working producer in radio. We actually had an alert at the other radio station that I had to go check on as you were asking me the question. So ask me again, because I honestly did not hear what you just said. First of all, I, I want to reinstate that you are, you are, you are the hardest working man, producer, talk show host, I, all these things above in all the radio. <laughs> and uh, I want our listener audience to know that. And especially that boss of yours, which I can tell that he's listening right now. Uh, Kevin, that man right there, he do it all, all, all. But no, what I was saying was, I, I wanted uh, to talk about something that uh, we haven't talked about on the air all together. Yeah, what's that, JC? That's love, compassion, and friendship. And I believe all of these things goes together, uh, which comes out uh, when it's kind of like making sausage. You put all these things together, and you come out with a nice uh, sausage or whatever that is. Well, we come out with a nice personal character at the end uh, of the sausage making. And each one of these things are different, and uh, I wanted to discuss each and every last one of these in a little bit uh, separate uh, capacity. I'm talking about different segments. Then we bring all of them together on the last segment. Yeah, we're talking about love, talking about compassion, talking about friendship uh, individually and together is going to be great, and I hope we have enough time to talk about sauce because now I'm hungry. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make sure that uh we get all of these things together and and no i i want to introduce a uh, listening audience to uh this person i i tell you when it comes to love compassion and friendship i mean on this earth on this earth this one person uh makes up all that she's the epitome uh to me when it comes to, and i'm talking about my great co-host michelle cooler how you doing michelle doing good doing great today james how are you uh since we're talking about this topic uh i'm absolutely uh overwhelmed and excited and and just jumping up and down and um i want to get this started i want to get it started right now Noah, if that's okay yeah there you know what uh there's no better time like the present let's launch right in 
Yeah, so uh, listeners, we're talking about love, compassion, and friendship. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Michelle, I know I just mentioned the, the title. Can you just reinstate what the title is and what the purpose is? Yes, the title tonight is "Love, Compassion, and Friendship," and the James Cooley at Your Life team will discuss our thoughts and our experiences. On love, compassion, and friendship. And, you know, I tell you, uh, listen to the audience. If you ever want to be a part of this, I just gave you the number uh, to call in. I'm going to give it one more time. one 888 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. I'm going to start this off, uh, my great producer. And I'm going to start it off with, with you, <laughs> my friend. What does the word love really mean to you? Well, I mean, you can really define it in a couple of different ways, but when you're talking about it overall, whether you're relating it to your friends or your family, if you're relating it to a spouse or a significant other, or even to coworkers that you see on a daily basis, I've always come down to word, words like love. They're not just words. They're actions. And so you have to show somebody why you care about them, which manifests in the action of love. So, for instance, you know, my sons, we mentioned on the air last night, you know, they're 23 years old. I'm a single father since I was three years old. And they know that they're loved because each and every step of the way through their upbringing, when, you know, times were tough and they felt that they were alone or having a hard time dealing with things, I was there each and every step of the way. That's what love is. When you go above and beyond for a coworker, maybe they call out sick. Maybe they're having a hard time getting things done. They need an extra hand. Um, you know, if it's some somebody that's a friend like you, I consider you a friend, and we talk about show-related and non-show-related stuff off the air, and you're like, hey, no, I really need to talk to you about X, Y, Z. Can you call me back? You know, at your earliest convenience, those are all actions in different ways of love. When you put somebody else before yourself, it gets back to that word again from last night, which is sacrifice. So love is an action. Wow. Okay. So you jump into a lot of things that we're going to get to. And I'm just going to slow you down because everything that you just talked about. Yes, we're going to talk about all of those great things tonight. You know, Michelle, let me ask you. And. Noah, believe it or not, I ain't asked her what her thoughts are on any of these things, and she haven't asked me what my thoughts are on any of these things. So it's open game, my friend. Michelle, what does love really mean to you? Wow. You know, you can always go by the textbook definition, the, the biblical definition. But for me, love to me means... Y- not saying anything. Love to me is nonverbal. It's nonverbal. It's all about, um, it is all about action. It's all about how you communicate with a person. It's about how you treat a person. You know, it's always for the betterment of a person. I mean, love can mean so many different things. And I don't think we have all the time to discuss it, but it's also, it's, to me, love is about You know, my goal is to make sure that I do everything I can for you to know that you are loved. And that's non-verbally. I mean, I love you is great. People, it's a great thing to say. People need to hear that. But it's all about what you do, not what you say. Wow. You know, uh, I I must get mine in before the break. And um I'm going to tell you, I got a, a, a different perspective or just a, a, a portion of the mind is like one of six. But I'm just going to talk about the most important thing. Love to me is being able to uh, be non-judgmental on what a person looks like, their religion, or whatever that is. Or you see someone, they look like they're homeless or whatever that like that is. Uh, many times we, we just... Uh, Judge them based on our perception from a sight perspective. Uh, I believe that 
everybody, everybody, every soul, everybody on this earth is important and should not be subjected to uh, judgmental on how you feel or what you what you think of them uh, initially. I believe that we have to let a person uh, be themselves, meaning that whatever that might be before we are judgmental and judgmental, we're, we're not the Lord. We should not be that before we make a determination on what we think we might feel about that person. So I, I thought I would get that in there before we take this break, but we're going to take this break. But we're going to come back. And we're going to dive off into uh, uh, this topic a little bit more. Love, compassion, and friendship. And listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cole. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contributions. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, uh, we, we're talking about this, uh, I think, this great topic, and I think it's important. For all of us to uh, understand that uh, in order for us to be the best that we can be, in order for us to, uh, I mean, give our best self and respect others, we have to have a clear understanding of what love, compassion, and what friendship is. And so that's that's what we're talking about today. And uh, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four. Let him say it again. That's one eight 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 three four four eight. Let him say. James, do you believe you can love someone unconditionally? Well, you know, uh, I truly believe that you can love someone unconditionally because when it comes to, and I'm not just saying this just because you're here. I trust. I love. I believe in you, one hundred percent. And uh, when I said it, I don't say that lightly because you know me and anybody that knows me will tell you that's uh, that's kind of uh, hard to get there. 
uh, because I'm more of a percentage type of person. Like I trust you or believe in you 83%. I mean, that's something that you keep to yourself. But um, I have reached a point uh, when it comes to people that I 100% trust, believe in, and know that they got my back regardless of the situation or circumstances, um, you just uh, believe in them and you just put your faith and confidence in that person unconditionally like I do with the Lord. I mean, unconditionally, uh, regardless of what the situation or circumstances might be. Wow. Noah, what is your love language? Well, again, um, different people have different ways about looking at love and there's actually there's an actual book out there and i forget the name of the title and there's actually official love languages that are you know how people are receptive to love and for me it would be um quality time like i you know there's i was actually just texting my boys throughout the day today um just telling them how much i appreciate spending time with them, whether it's going to the movies or whether it, which my son and I have done over the last three days at home and in the movie theater, or whether it's going to new restaurants together, just being able to spend that time with those that you do love. That means more to me than receiving a gift from anybody, you know, coming up on Christmas. If I get a gift, great. If I don't, if I get to see that person, that's all that matters. So definitely quality time. Wow. You know, you, you just mentioned quality time, and uh, all of that is so important, especially uh, when you're showing this like uh, Kevin and Kyle, man. Uh, you mention them when you talk about them, when you, I'm talking about even not on the air, but, we, but when you and I are talking about them, it's just so much compassion, love, unconditionally, not just because you're their father, it's because you believe in those two young men. And, no, I just want to say that, man, um, I just, I, I, I get a rise when I hear you talk about your boys, my friend. Well, it's at the, at, the, at the end of the day, I've gotten a lot of support from family and friends over the years, and I call it a journey, JC. We've, you know, really seen a lot together, you know, being a single dad, raising them. Thank God I had family to help me. Um, but doing that full time, it's, you know, it, you're, you're meant to have as a child, a mother and a father, and they didn't have that mother that was nurturing. And so, you know, to try and do both and to see them on their, uh, emotional roller coaster throughout the years, it was tough. And so, you know, I always stepped up for them. And so now, you know, that they're adult men, you know, I'm very, very proud of them. But at the same time, I, you know, I just enjoy that extra time with them whenever I can get it because I've seen what they've been through and I know what they're capable of. Wow, man, I tell you, I want to close this particular topic off out right now because I, I want you to bring in the next topic. And we're going to get back to love at toward the end. Uh, but I want you to bring the next topic in about compassion. I'd love to do that, JC. And it actually goes into what I was just talking about because a lot of people over the years have shown uh, compassion towards the boys for what they have experienced in life and not having a, you know, what I would call a nuclear family upbringing. Uh, but compassion also means something different for everybody. And so I'd like to know, Michelle, what you think uh, compassion means. If you had to define it from your heart, how would you define compassion? Compassion to me is just basically caring, caring what happens to a person, whether they're doing something, you know, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. You know, there, there, there was, um, there, there's a, a, a quote in the Bible, and I forgot which chapter says basically, you know, even when someone who's doing something's wrong is punished, that we should not have any joy or glee over that. 
because the compassion to me comes in as well. You know, this is, you know, okay, you you did what you need to do, but I can still feel sorry for you. I can still care about you and your life. So compassion to me is just caring despite the circumstances, what a person is in. That's a great definition. And then I'd like to ask JC following up with that because I know he's a compassionate man. Do you consider being compassionate, James, towards others? Is that a choice? Well, you know, I I do believe that that is a choice that we all have. uh, And that a lot of times I I think we make premature decisions uh, based on our perceptions without even getting the opportunity to even get an idea of a person or a thing or whatever that is. So to answer your question, yes, I, I believe that's a that's a, a a personal thing. However, I want to add a little bit to what Michelle just said. Compassion, I believe, is you know you meet someone or you talk to someone, and uh, you got this whole pre conceived answer of what this person might say before they even say a word. And then I believe sometimes I know what happened to me. You're talking to a person and they start telling you a little bit about their story and your heart just like opens up and like, oh, I can't believe I was thinking that way. I, uh, before that person even said a word, and uh, it's just kind of like uh, watching a movie, Noah. Are you watching a movie and you don't know what the next uh, thing coming out? All of a sudden, something happening, and your heart just drop or a tear comes from your eyes. Especially a love story or something like that. I cry movies all the time now. <laughs> so that's what that's what I believe. Um, a small definition of compassion is, and I believe that uh, we should always not predetermine uh, what we think is going to be the answer or outcome. That's a great answer. Wow. So, Noah, well, let me get your definition of compassion. What, what do you think? Passion is, it's, it's kind of like you just said, you're, you're watching a movie, something emotional, but picture that in real life. And something emotional is going on, you know, whether it's something romantic or whether it's something, you know, someone really has just a really hard time with something that's going on in their life. And within yourself, authentically, you feel that you're, you you know, you feel something, you feel, you, you feel something welling up inside you. Like, you know, you, you can't believe they're going through that and you wish that you could, you could lend a hand to, to, to assist them. And when you have that feeling, when you can genuinely feel like you want to assist the other person, and here's the key, for their benefit, not from yours, not from a selfish place, that is what compassion is all about. Stepping outside of yourself at the benefit of others. Wow, man, I, I, I that was well put together because I believe, and uh, over the years uh, in my life, that's how I see life. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of us look at things uh, just for the benefit of ourselves or oneself, right? Uh, but we don't look at it for the benefit of others. I mean, not initially, at least I don't think uh, that we put a whole lot of thought into that. Uh, but nor uh, as you grow and as you become more spiritual or whatever that is or uh, as you become older, um, I believe that you start, you see things differently and it's not all about the I, the me, and the my. It's about the we, the us, and the ours. So, my friend, that was well said. I tell you, I, I want Michelle to comment on that right before we go to the break. Uh, so, Michelle, what are your thoughts on uh, compassion? And uh, do you believe that... Uh, or one's motivation is based on them showing uh, compassion. Yes, I do. I do believe anyone's motivation 
has to be for the right reasons. You can help somebody, you can be there, you can show compassion, but it has to be coming from a good place, an honest place, a pure heart. So it's kind of like, oh, if you're doing me a favor, do it because you know, your heart is saying to do it. Don't do it because you're expecting something back in return. And uh, I think that's well put. No, what what are your thoughts on it prior to the break? So what Michelle just said. No, I agree. I mean, it's, it's it's like I just said moments ago. You have to come from an authentic place within yourself that truly wants to help the other person in some way, shape, or form. If you think for one second that okay, well, in the end, it's going to benefit me, you're not being compassionate. Like, and so at the end of the day, it's taking, like you said at the beginning of the show, taking the I out of it. There is no I in compassion. It's about somebody else. Wow. You know what? I tell you, we got to take the station break. But I want to come back and continue to talk about compassion a little bit more. And then we're going to uh, talk about this friendship thing. And, and Noah, I tell you, you know all about this friendship thing because um, it all is about the heart. And I tell you, listen, audience. If you want to be part of this great conversation, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. It's the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, we're talking about these three great, I believe, topics love, compassion, and friendship. And, uh, I tell you, we close out. Uh, we haven't closed out with compassion because we're going to get back into that one. Uh, but uh, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Noah, my first question is uh, to you: Is there is so much division within our country? Why do we believe some people may have difficult showing compassion to others? in this current environment that we live in? That is an excellent question. And there's so much animosity going on. I'll keep this as brief as I can because it's really not a brief topic, but I'll do my best. Um, a lot of people are very passionate about their 
persuasions uh, when it comes to certain views on certain things with current events. I'm not going to pick one because there's so many that at the end of the day, because they are so in tune with their heart on that particular matter, they either forget that somebody else's opinions and that somebody else's view on this life that we're living together matter or they wrap themselves up selfishly more in their their own feeling again getting back to the me and the i than concentrating on the fellow human being out there and i think sometimes it's just forgetting I, I really do, because sometimes we are, especially me working in talk radio, I get very passionate about what I believe. Not that I don't care about what other people think, but sometimes you're going a million miles a minute and you don't think about it. Wow. You know, you're absolutely right. I'm going to get one quick question then to Michelle uh, before you uh, ask your question. Or Michelle, do you believe that there is a difference between the way males and females show their care or compassion? If so, uh, can you explain to our listening audience why? Um, yes, I do believe in certain things. I do believe females are more, um, they, 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 they're talking more. They're more investigative as far as they try to bring out, um, you know, conversation, you know, to show people that they care and, you know, that they're thinking of them. I think males tend to, listen more, you know, just let it, just let the other person, you know, vent or just uh, say what they have to say. Females are more, you know, they, they want to go a little bit deep and, you know, to show their compassion. But, uh, you know, either way, it's still showing compassion. But that's my opinion. James, who's one of the most, and this is, you know, not to say that the other people in your life aren't. But who's one of the most compassionate people that you know? And there's got to be a reason for that. Well, you know, uh, uh, this is going to surprise uh, Michelle a little bit. Uh, but it's Michelle's mother. And uh, the reason I say this is, I mean, uh, when I first met Michelle and, um, you know, me and Michelle, well, we dated whatever, just and that. And then she introduced me to her family. And... Over a period of time, you know, I, I kind of felt that, okay, wow, uh, I might be prejudged on, based on my past, uh, whatever that situation might have been, uh, being married before and all, all of this. Uh, but over a period of time, when uh, just chatting with her mother, and uh, she showed me that there was no prejudgment uh, it was based on your character today, uh, based on a person that you are. And I tell you, uh, over a period of time, I mean, uh, uh, she has continued to show that all the way up 16 years later. And uh, I don't think she know exactly what that means to me because I never said it. I never even said it to Michelle. Uh, but uh, she is one of the most compassionate, actually, the most compassionate person that I know today. Michelle, what about you? Who's the most compassionate person or at least one of the most compassionate people in your life and why? Um, I can, can I say two. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, growing up at, well, growing up, um, as far as friendship is concerned, um, it was my, it's my friend Nadine. She, oh my gosh, she has got such a beautiful heart. Um, Noah, she, I can, I mean, I learned a lot about friendship, which is beyond that topic, but just compassion, just selflessness from her. Um, the next person who is one of the most compassionate is, is James. He, he, you know, he has this tough exterior, but he's really sensitive and he really, he really can I mean, things really affect him deeply. You know, he wants to help others. He wants to make sure everyone's taken care of. He'll go the extra step. And, um, you know, that that's one of the things I know about him um, from the years we've been together. Yeah, one of the most compassionate people that I know to add very quickly, which you guys may have already figured out, is my grandmother. One of the reasons why 
we connected so well because I'm a very compassionate person too. But she wanted to make sure everybody in the family at all times was doing okay and that there's no strife in between the family members, that we all got along. And she would say this as, you know, giving speeches at birthday parties, et cetera, et cetera. And she was always very involved in my life. And I would tell her if I'm having problems, you know, whether it's at work or in, you know, personal family matters or with the boys. And she would always be encouraging. No matter how bad I felt, I always came out feeling so much better because of her words of encouragement. Wow. Well, next topic is friendship. And this is a question for you, James. What does having a friend actually mean to you? Well, I mean, that's, uh, I can go a couple of ways, in my opinion. Is uh, a friend, uh, we have different levels of friendship or friends. Uh, but most importantly, I believe that a friend is someone that you believe in, that uh, you trust, uh, or to a certain extent or whatever that might be. And that you can share things with them and get some positive feedback from them that makes sense and have meaning to it. Not just a person just saying things just to uh, pacify you and make you happy. That's not what friendship is. I, I believe uh, I, I, uh, what I call my circle, and you know, that's another show, Noah, um, that's different levels of friendship. But if you somewhere close to the Center circle, that means that uh, a friend can represent you uh, in uh, most situations when you're not there. They can represent you when you're not there. I'm talking about you. That's what friendship means to me. It's a great answer. Wow. Noah, what, what does friendship mean to you, my friend? Well, friendship means to me, uh, uh, to give a, a, a quick answer, a, a couple of things. First off, that when you talk to somebody, so it'd be like James and I talking after the show, and sometimes it happens frequently and sometimes it doesn't, just depends on schedules, this, that, that the next time you pick up, it feels like absolutely no time has passed. Like you literally pick up where you leave off. But also, controversially, somebody that you know at a moment's notice, hey, James, I'm having this issue and I need some advice and I need some solid advice and I need you to tell me like it is. And you'll do that. And I'll hear back from you within a reasonable amount of time. It doesn't have to be right away. But there are people, and I know some and I'm not going to call them out, and, and I love them, but I wouldn't consider them like the best of friends because when you need somebody, they're not there. And that's the key. If you're really somebody's friend, you will go out of your way, again, within reason, to make sure you are there for them. Man, that's just such a fantastic answer because that's what friendship is all about. Someone you can depend on that you can trust. And the level of friendship, just like I just mentioned, is based on uh, maturity and how well you get a chance to know uh, that individual. So uh, I believe that that is so important. And Michelle, let me ask you this. Who do you look up to most and what qualities do you love about that person and why do you call them your friend? Well, I would say a lot. I have a lot of good friends, but um, I'm going to mention my other friend, Sandra. <laughs> um, Sandra is, oh gosh, she is class all the way. And she, like Noah said, she is there when I need her to listen to me, to, to vent. And she's got the purest of the purest heart. She's a strong woman. And I'm telling you, having her and my friend Nadine as friends, they have shown me how to be a better friend, all jokes aside. Wow. You know, Noah, real quickly, uh, before the break, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, two quick answers. One, um, I would have to say, you know, I, I'm tired of sounding like a broken, broken record, but Kevin and Kyle, I, you know, I did the work and I was their father first always. That's the way it's supposed to be. But at the end of the day, now that they're grown men and, 
you know, fatherhood is a little bit different. I can honestly say that they're my best friends. You know, there's nothing I would not do for them and vice versa. There's nothing they wouldn't do for me. We have a lot of the same interests and we like sharing those interests together and we get excited. We get genuinely excited for one another. And when we need someone to talk to, we're always there for one another. So, you know, if it if it's with family, I'm going to put them first each and every time. Uh, second, I, I have a good friend that I've known since the second grade, JC. And this goes back to no matter how much time has passed, we could not talk for six months. And the second I pick up the phone or he picks up the phone and we reach out, it's like no time has passed. We've known each other since the second grade and we are thick as thieves and we have always been there for one another and we'll continue to be. Uh, we're both big pro wrestling fans. We always call each other our uh, favorite tag team partner. Wow, man. Now that's friendship. I tell you, we got to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about friendship, but we're going to combine love, compassion, and friendship together. And I tell you, listening audience, if you want to be part of this great, great conversation with Noah Dingley, Michelle Cooley, and of course, yours truly, James Cooley, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contributions. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, we're talking love, compassion, and friendship. And uh, I tell you, Noah, you, you mentioned uh, a second ago about uh, uh, your friend that uh, you've been knowing ever since you guys were two years old and you pick up the phone and and uh, it's just like uh, you guys are back there. You guys are back to two years old and you guys are tag team when it comes to wrestling. And I mean, I, I mean, growing up and uh, the way that communication is still there. Yeah, man, it, it doesn't get any better than that. And, you know, sometimes he's a bit of a hermit and he admits it. So sometimes he's not regularly checking in. But I, I know that about him. And so because I know that when he doesn't reach out, I don't hold it against him. And then, like I said, when we connect, no time has passed. We catch each other up. And for the most part, he's always been there. So I know I can rely on him. Yeah, it's great wow, stuff. Wow. wow. You know, I, I have two friends uh, like that. Uh, we got uh, Billy Hopper and we got Charles D. Mangoa. Uh, me and D Man, uh, you know, you know, uh, D Man. I do. Uh, uh, with the Hawks, uh, we've been uh, friends ever since we was five years old, and and uh, I might go uh, not. I don't do that now, but I'm talking about used to go six, seven years because I was overseas without even communicating. But uh, as soon as we get together, it's like we 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 haven't lost any time. And the same with Billy Harper. I mean, uh, Billy is. is 
Billy and D-Man are my best friends on record. Uh, Billy is my main, main friend. D-Man is my main, main friend as well. Uh, but uh, the relationship, uh, regardless of time, it's, it's just uh, that it's, that core is there. And it's always nice to have friends uh, that you love. That's uh, actually, you know, JC, I would rather have, and this is and it's my point. Cause I do, if I could have a handful count on one hand, my great friends that I know that's the core, that's who's there for me rather than a ton of acquaintances. I'll take that each and every time. Those two guys are my best friends uh, on earth. And my uh, other best friend, I haven't talked to him about 12 years. Uh, his name is Charles Stewart. I, I'm hoping one day that uh, we can connect again. Uh, but um, that's what friendship is all about. It's, it's still about love and compassion because you don't forget. And so, listen, audience, you want to be part of this conversation? That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. So we've been talking about love, we've been talking about compassion, and we've been talking about friendship and. JC, when you combine those three words together, you get another word, which is actually, I think, probably most important on the other end of the spectrum. So if I have a, if I have a best friend, how do, I, how do I show him? I have to show him by appreciation. And so how do you, JC, offer appreciation to an individual friend? You know, what do you do? What do you say to show them that, you know what? Hey, man, you matter to me. Honesty, integrity, and ethics. Uh, if I tell you something, I'm talking about uh, especially, if I tell somebody that I'm going to do something, I mean, unless it, it's, it's absolutely out of my power, I'm going to do it. If I tell you that I'm going to be there, uh, I'm going to do everything that I'm going to do. It's all about uh, action, Noah. It's all about uh, action, showing, showing, not just by uh, saying. I mean, uh, my word means something to me. My word should mean something to anybody that I consider a friend because I got them. I'm not just going to say it just because uh, it sounds good or it's okay at that minute. That's great. That's the way it should be. Wow. Um, Noah, are you hanging on to some friendships that should be released and allowed to fade away. It's really funny that you mentioned that. And again, I'm not going to mention names on this one because I don't think it's important. But what I will say is that's something, Michelle, I did probably, I'm going to say about three years ago. I noticed that there was a lot of negative energy in my life and I didn't know what to do. I, I was always feeling down and not necessarily depressed, but I'm like, where is it coming from? And so I looked at my, my, my circle of friends and there was a few that stood out that I said, you know what? They're not benefiting me as a human being. And where we were and where we connected as friends once, we don't connect that way anymore. So I addressed it. It was obviously a problem. And unfortunately, it was one that could not be fixed. I held no ill will to towards those people. But when you have people that are bringing negativity into your life that do not benefit you, the best thing you can do is let them go. <laughs> you know, uh, that's funny because um, it's uh, come the time in our lives that we have to sit back. Everybody's not your friend, Noah. Everybody's not your friend, regardless of what they might say or regardless of any of these things. And, 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 and uh, letting these things go, uh, I'm talking about people, sometimes that's a tough decision, but you have to do it in order to... Um, I mean, maintain your integrity, whatever that is. Uh, my thing to you, listen, audience, if a person or people are not bringing value to your life and you just got them around just to have them around, you need to let them go. I mean, it have to bring some value to what you're doing. And it cannot be a selfish thing. And so... Uh, I believe it's all about value. Michelle, qu real quickly, what are your thoughts on that? I think 
It's not a, it's not a case where you think you're better than the other person. Sometimes friendships have run their course and you just don't have much in common anymore. And that's okay. But when it's negativity and they're bringing you down, it's time to cut the cord without saying that, you know, it's time with no ill will. I agree with that statement, Noah. Well, well it's not about, and I, I say this again, and you know, regardless of what you might have, regardless of whatever statue that you're there, how much money you, that does not bring, uh, you a whole lot of things. You want people in your life that you can trust, that you can look into the eyes and that you know that believe in you and you believe in them. Noah, that's what I think friendship is all about. 100%. You just hit the nail on the head with trust. If you can't legitimately, and if you're fearful at going to somebody, okay, well, I need to tell them this. I want to tell them this, but you know, I'm afraid on how they're going to react because you, then they're not really your friend. If they're your friend, you should not be afraid to confront them, to tell them about something so that they can give you their honest opinion and you can actually be both better people at the end of the day. And that's what it's all about, man. I mean, if, if you had to sit back and think about, uh, I'm not saying that go after them and hurt somebody. No, no, feelings. no. But I'm, I'm I, Noah. If you know anything about me, I'm and, and, and Michelle tell me this a lot. I am brutally honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm we need more of you up. in the world, my friend. <laughs> I'm just straight up, but uh, I try not to hurt anybody' feeling. But don't ask me something unless you want the truth. That's just how I am, you know. So I tell you, this has been a, such a fantastic show. Noah Dingley, Michelle Cooley, we got to do this a lot more often. Well, yeah, because what, we need what? more. We need more friendship. We need more love and compassion in the world, JC. And we do. And I, I tell you that uh, uh, we got some shows that's coming up that will only be Michelle, Noah, and myself. You know, so I, I want to thank them for taking the time to do this. Uh, listen, audience, you always here. Uh, thank you for always uh, tuning in. Uh, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.